Not podcast presents evil science and magic buddies the show within the show the conspiracy of the conspiracy the crypto roundtable i am mark stores and with me as always is chris and rob morphy we did we do it, it. Did, did we do it. it this did not take us 10 minutes at all I'm no, really we're not. Uh, we are not dealing with some weird lag in tech, but we did it. Uh, yes, thank you all so very much for joining us uh, for a very special episode of the Kryptonaut Podcast presents Evil Science and Magic Buddies. This uh, is going to be a part of a series where we're going to be doing listener stories. Uh, we put a call out for listeners to send us their stories. We've compiled a bunch of them, so uh, we're going to be covering some this episode. And if you'd like to contribute, you can email those to kryptonautpodcast at gmail And we'll be doing like two or three an episode but we figured this would be a cool little weekly supplement to kind of you know pump out content keep people going because uh we're still not doing anything in quarantine so um you know what fucking right. why not there Let's it do is it. Let's do it i'm stoked it's great to actually because we know at the very least these are going to be first time stories a- at least i mean maybe not the first time they were ever told to anybody of course but probably the first time they were publicly broadcast so for that right. alone i'm pretty excited yeah, and it's kind of cool to hear from the listeners and to hear stuff that they've experienced too, because you know a lot of people out there do have experiences, uh, and it's you know it's kind of cool to get people's take and you know kind of like what they're going through, and also too um, some of them are horrifying, uh, so that's not yeah. fun. But, yeah. but I mean, you know, some of them are some of them are pretty interesting. So uh, so Rob, whatever, what's the first one that we got here, buddy? First one we got is from uh, a listener named Zach. So I'm just going to go right into it, and uh, and then we'll break it down. The story I want to share, I'm going to be reading this as if I am, Zach, because it's written first person, essentially, Okay, as all of these are going to be. The story I want to share sadly did not directly happen to me, but rather my great-grandmother. To keep things simple throughout the story, I will refer to her as Iva, in parentheses, her name, which is good because it'd be pretty weird if you just gave your grandma pseudonym but that's all right that would be weird right when i was younger around seven or eight i developed an odd obsession with sasquatch first off that's not odd that is a perfectly healthy seven and eight year old no right or 47 and eight year old obsession (laughs) that's a cool kid right there dude I went crazy for the subject. I devoured every article, taped any program off TV, essentially any medium I could get my stubby little fingers on. I would try to regale my mother and stepdad with tales of this creature only to be met with thunderous eye rolls and a dismissive pat on the head. One summer, I know, we've all been there. One summer, I was shipped off to Iva's house for summer vacation, and I thought to myself, ah, she'll have to listen to me. Little did I know, she'd have a surprise in store for me. Oh. Iva was born in a small logging community in Parsboro, Nova Scotia in 1918. She spent her days cooking in the kitchen while her father, who owned the camp, and all the other loggers spent hours out in the bush working away. The encounter in question, I believe, happened anywhere between 1933 and 1935. Iva, after a long day of work, was making her way back to the housing cabins with three of her friends. At one point, they came to a fork in the road with one path continuing straight while the other went up an incline into the tree line. At that moment, they decided to play a game. 
they would pair off and race and see who would make it back to the cabin first. Iva and her partner would would t- would take the incline into the forest and the other two took the path ahead. The race was on. I remember Iva telling me they gave up running fairly quickly because the incline exhausted them by the time they had reached the top. So instead of killing themselves, they decided to take their time walking back to the cabin. Smart woman. She told me the woods were extremely quiet that night, save for the sound of their footsteps. As they approached the decline of the hill in the woods, there was a tall oil lantern glowing ahead to light their way. The closer they approached, they began to notice a shape coming out of the shadows just below the glowing lamp. Assuming that the outline was a leery lamplighter, that is L-E-E-R-I-E, lamplighter, and and thankfully uh, Zach explains this, a person whose job it was to light the oil wicks on street lamps. Mm. So that... It's one of those jobs. It's just gone. It's what happens in society. You lose yeah. jobs. The <laughs> weird lamplighter is, is, is something I'm glad was explained. I mean, the lamplighter union was strong. It was. Unfortunately, oh, my God. Now, Ironclad for a while. Not strong enough. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not for electricity. Sorry. Iva decided to shout a friendly greeting. She said the shape stopped. As they slowed their pace toward the lantern, they started noticing strange details. Whatever it was, was far larger than any man they'd ever seen. Its arms reached almost past its knees. Because the being was backlit from the lantern, she said you couldn't see any distinct features other than the, I think, either body, I think it's supposed to be entire, entire body was covered in a dense fur or hair. It took another step forward. Needless to, needless to say, Iva and her friend turned the other way and ran like hell. Smart move, Iva. You probably wouldn't have had a great-great-grandson named Zach or right. anything yeah. else had you made another decision. She always told me that she never noticed a smell, but she always remembered that the woods were dead silent that night. That's a common thing. That's a pretty common thing with, I mean, obviously the odiferous rotten carcass, you know, dump in the heat of mid-August smell is also a common thing, but that other right. animals always seem to be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut exactly. the fuck up. Do not let the Bigfoot know that <laughs> right. you don't shut, no, shut up, Randy, Everyone shut be up. quiet. Everyone. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. You gotta be quiet, because this shit gets real, real quick with a Sasquatch. Throughout the years, I would ask her to tell me about her encounter, and every time she told she told it the same way. Nothing was added, nothing was taken away. She told it to me as if it had happened the night before. I'll always remember her eyes as she told me about the encounter. She would almost stare right through me as if replaying the whole thing in her mind again, reliving it. And that's where the account ends. And I like that little touch at the end there where the great grandma gets that wistful look in her eye because you know even though it doesn't necessarily 100 percent mean that someone's not making a story up you know when they're when they're getting that longing oh this is some shit that really sunk in with me that right nine times out of ten this is a bona fide account yeah 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 i mean what's kind of weird about it is that she noticed that its arms were hanging down below its knees which i mean sasquatch size um is that like a common trait or are they proportionate do they no absolutely not it is it is very much uh 
a, a great ape trait, I guess, for lack of a, a, a better reference. Yeah. The, the, the hands going almost to or just below the knees while standing in what seems otherwise to be an erect posture is a hallmark of Sasquatch and and similar uh cryptid sightings so yeah now that's that's a really uh common denominator in it i mean and and here's the thing too i like that she doesn't embellish you know if if she didn't smell anything she didn't smell anything she you know the, the the as we said before the woods went dead silent that's another very prototypical thing but but i can't help but just think of how uh cinematic it is you know you just got this orangey glow of this lantern or whatever the hell this oil lamp hanging in the middle of the woods which is just weird enough as it is and you just see this hulking hairy mass i mean it's just it's such a beautiful visceral moment and and i don't blame her for running like hell because you know i as we've discussed before i do not buy into the gentle giant uh, aspect of Bigfoot at all. I think most of the time they're smart and they would rather avoid confrontations with human beings unless they're hungry, injured, or of course protecting their young and every animal has a right to do that. Um, I think they're smart enough to know that the smell of gunpowder and the smell of old spice in humans in general is something to be avoided because you know we have some pretty treacherous weapons even though by and large Bigfoot seems to be bulletproof and that's a whole other aspect and I know you're chomping at the bit to go with that mark <laughs> because they're interdimensional sh- uh, shamanistic beings is that <laughs> exactly, what you mean Rob? Yes, is that you I fucking know. mean that's yeah, exactly, exactly because you I can't shoot mean. through dimensions guns Whoa. don't work that oh way oh my Robert. god did you just say Whoa, that what, you can't shoot through dimensions no I, is that what, a new well, wait a minute. physics yeah, I just made it up. Okay, but if they're here, <laughs> then they're in our dimension. Or, or conversely, if you if the thinning of the veil, see, I guys, am this, done this with you happens. saying that. <laughs> I am, I am over it. I am fucking over it. Oh, the thinning of the veil, the Mark Stewart if, story. If you are, if. You, <laughs> <laughs> disappointment in every time Mark speaks the Chris Carnicelli story. <laughs> Fuck the veil. A, a friendship of disappointment. My my time with Mark Stores by Chris Carnicelli. <laughs> oh god! I'm, I'm writing, just saying I'm that. I'm the intro. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Conversely, just just saying that if this was some sort of interdimensional thing where they're not interacting with you but you're just seeing them that would be like trying to shoot through something that's actually not there because you're just getting a glimpse now i don't really think that that's what this is because it was obviously backlit by the light she could clearly make out its arms and everything so it does sound like it is corporeal so so wait you're saying if you can see it it is therefore corporeal and therefore not interdimensional which I real I bet listen, first of all, I just I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean here, boys. I backed myself into a corner up. with that statement. Yeah. I am making everything up. You literally just said every Bigfoot yeah. sighting is is not transdimensional. Listen, quarantine's been hard and I've been drinking a lot. That's okay. Fair. And today is today is four twenty, so take of that what you will. I'm going to recant the statement I just made, and I'm going oh, to say man. that I don't believe that this is an interdimensional sighting, that this is, in fact, a normal Bigfoot sighting, though I cannot in good conscience differentiate that from any sort of interdimensional thing that happens because I don't know how Sasquatch science, science works. No one does. I'm well, just saying. Grover Krantz did. May he rest in peace. 
Okay. Grover so Cranstead. let's get off. Uh, let me let me uh, let me step down from my three-step uh, interdimensional shamanistic Sasquatch box here and get back to uh, Zach's story here. Uh, it is definitely interesting. It is super fucking creepy. And like you said, these might not be gentle giants. So it's a good thing that she fucking that she took that she took off because God knows what could happen. No, I mean especially when you talk about we we've talked about this even recently, like. Uh, like the Highway of Tears in Canada, which is known for a plethora of serial killings and all sorts of crime. And of course, a big, open, lonely stretch of highway is, of course, going to attract the criminal element because it's difficult, to, uh, much more difficult to be caught by law enforcement authorities. But that being said, there's a lot of uh, n- native elders around there that are convinced that part of uh, the tragedies that seem to unfold, especially in terms of missing women, are, are Sasquatch abductions. Totally. So, the, yeah. you know, totally. it could be a sexual thing. It could be a food thing. It could be a lot of things. But to go just skeptical for one hot second with, with, with Ivan or sighting here, what if it's just a, a leery lamplighter with a nice new fur coat? He got the new badger coat that he just got from Sears oh, and Roebuck be. or whatever the hell you use back then, whatever oh, yeah. fancy catalog that comes on the rail. And he's just got the hood up and, it, you know, the sleeves are a little long. You know, he, he didn't get it quite okay. measured out right. So it looks like he's got these big dangle arms and he just lit the lamp. And, you know, some girls are just shouting at him and he's he's got a scarf on. So it's muffled response. They can't hear. And they're assuming it's a Sasquatch when... It is, and it's just because I like seeing these words together: a leery lamplighter, a leery lamplighter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. That you know, there's always Why not? A, we, we always got to take that approach to it. We always the have to look at every story of the leery lamplighter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no, I mean, the living yeah. legend. No, I'm not going to keep going. Oh, Jesus the living Christ! Living legend of the leery lamplighter. Wow. Jeez. Chris Carnicelli, disappointment and Rob, book number two. <laughs> That's going to be a novella. He'll, he'll have already spilled it all in your book. I'll, I'll get like an epilogue, an addendum. It'll just be a, a three-volume collection of disappointment in my friends and those that surround me by Chris Carnicelli. Oh, man. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Zach, thank you so much for sending that. It's just yeah, super absolutely. cool sighting. It is. And honestly, for the and, record, uh, Zach, yeah. I, I think I think your your great-gram saw a cryptid. I don't, I don't think it was the Beery Lamplighter. Yeah. All right, Rob, and our next story is... We're going to be switching it up a little. Uh, This one comes to us from Noah. So thank you, Noah, for this report. Um, Just going to start right at the beginning as usual. And again, I will be reading this in first person, but know that it is Noah speaking. Excellent. Hey, guys. So I've been trying to find the best way to describe what happened to me on the freeway one night, and finally someone kind of nailed it. The California Dark Watchers, which I have to admit is something I'm not familiar with at all. And this is me talking as Rob, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't (laughs) Noah expressing like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) So sometimes when I interject using the exact same voice, I just like to make it clear. So who's talking? Is Rob, is Noah who's talking right now? All right. No, now it's Rob. Rob does okay, not good. know what a California dark watcher is. Okay. We're going to get to that later yeah. on. Later on, I have a little bit of an explanation from Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, Robert, please continue. Noah will resume now and see. <laughs> Though the region slash time isn't exactly right. Let me preface this by saying I am not superstitious at all and haven't told many people about this because I don't want people to think I'm crazy. That's legit. About two years ago, I was on tour with my band and we were driving back from a super late show in Lompoc, a tiny ass town in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. 
Anyway, it was about 3 a.m. and it was my turn driving the tour van while everyone else slept. So we're dealing with Rockstar here. This is fucking yeah, awesome. Right. Sweet. As I was driving down the freeway to Long Beach, I noticed something on the right side of the freeway. It looked like a man standing there in a suit and an old school hat, possibly like an Indiana Jones style fedora. It freaked me out that someone would just be on the freeway like that, but I didn't get a good look at him, and I, so I kind of blew it off as some weird hobo. Man, we <laughs> well, make hobo references on this pod like it's our job. Yeah, I think absolutely. we're single-handedly bringing the shit back to the we popular lexicon. We are keeping hobos employed or unemployed. Yeah, no, we're not doing anything to help hobos, sadly. Probably not, no. About five minutes later, I was driving along, and I got a chill. The hair on the back of my neck stood up, and I immediately felt like I was in fight-or-flight mode. I was trying oh. to figure out why when I noticed, just at the edge of my headlights, I saw the man again. Oh, that's oh, creepy. Oh, shit, he's in the road? I mean, all right, so roadside hobo, it can be right. a disconcerting, dude shouldn't be there, but... Five minutes later, however many miles, yeah, same dude or it's deja twin. vu. Yeah, it's odd, and, and he's in front of the of the vehicle. So yeah, that's a that's a problem. Yeah, right at the edge of the headlights. This okay. time, I slowed down a bit and focused on him because I didn't believe it was real, but it was, and he didn't have a face. Okay, oh All right, shit, that's the a game faceless changer. hobo. Yeah, you All need right. a face. I mean, you don't need a job. You need a face. <laughs> yeah, face yeah. is important. If you want to get a job, you know what you need? A face. There you go. Mark logic. Wow. It yeah. was a completely black silhouette with no face. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. All right. So I don't know now if he's... All right. You know, he's going to elaborate. So let, I'm going to let Noah finish this up. He okay. had facial features, but no color and no detail. Okay. Hmm. All right, Noah. Okay. I wish we were talking to you right now because... Now I'm confused. He doesn't have a face, but he it's completely in black silhouette, but he has facial features, but no color and no detail. So what yeah, maybe I'm, just like, like like a jawline or something. Here's what I'm here's the impression I'm having, and you know what? The beautiful thing is uh Noah will hear this and then we can do a follow-up, which of course we will and it'll be great. I'm seeing like one of those contour things, like one of those mannequins where you don't necessarily right. have the eyes or the mouth, you just have that indication of cheekbones and a nose yeah. and a brow ridge. I yeah, at least sure. that's the impression I'm getting like obscured in shadows. Noah, please, uh, when you do hear this, let us know and, and we'll we'll come correct with this okay i'm going to continue here there was no reason i shouldn't have been able to tell that but i could and i noticed his head turn to watch me as we passed it it freaked me out so i moved over a lane and just stared straight ahead <laughs> that's legit like <laughs> that, nothing <laughs> i saw nothing nothing is there thank you I didn't want to wake the guys up, so I kept quiet about it. Another couple of minutes had passed, and I thought it was over. Just when the anxiety started to fade, it spiked again like a rocket. It was happening again. This time, he was in the lane of the freeway I had just changed from again. Oh, Holy my God. shit. Jesus wow. Christ. And even though I was going about 65 miles per hour, I couldn't make out his face and watched as his head turned almost like he or some or something else was slowing down time okay so he's saying that even though he's booking at 65 
that right. time, which which could be a psychological thing because you know when you're really caught up and your adrenaline's pumping, you do perceive time is slower yeah or it could be something yeah. metaphysical who knows okay All so right. it's this time is slowing down and again i snapped out of it this time however i didn't get any respite i was looking in my mirrors to confirm i was crazy and as i turned my attention back to the freeway void of cars ahead i saw him this time in my lane okay uh, this is twilight zone is the dills just keeps this fucking guy but this time the side of the road closer opposite lane right the fuck in front of you yeah yeah this guy's playing chicken like he just keeps popping in and in front of the fucking vehicle this guy's trying to create a psychotic break in the eyewitness because this shit will fucking drive you nuts with terror it's making me nervous i'm not even driving i don't want to drive <laughs> do you, do you want to drive does no, anybody want to drive yes, is it just yes, me? somebody anybody not in Long Beach. Right, no. I didn't have time to slam on my brakes, nor would I since I was pulling a trailer. So I just oh, yeah. kept on trucking and had no idea what to expect. As I grew closer to him, I could feel my heartbeat getting faster and harder until he was just a few feet from the end of my hook. <gasps> it was like time seemed to slow down as he stayed where he stood as the car moved through him. Oh, Noah did it. He was like, he ran him over. You know, when you see the deer, if you slow down, that's when it like bucks no. over your hood and you get like a face full of antlers and hooves and you're fucking you gotta done. You got to speed up. You just got to yeah, crush that, that shit. You got you to send it flying. It's and terrible. And if it's a faceless repeating hobo, and yes, I call this the repeating hobo, <laughs> right. then you got to fucking nail this shit. All right, but he ran it over. Oh, just imagine the fucking, all right, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Okay. As we moved forward, oh, I realized his face was the same level of mine, and we were going to collide. It just oh gets worse and worse. <laughs> oh, oh, man. God, this is terrible. <laughs> just as my face made contact with his, I was hit with a rush of freezing cold air, and I heard what sounded like a very audible sigh. Oh, uh, did he get superpowers? Please get superpowers. Oh, I don't know. I would have had a fucking please. superpowers anxiety <laughs> yes, attack. Please yeah, give yeah, me this. Yeah, give it to world, me. In what world does that fucking create superpowers? It's not fucking, like this was a radioactive hobo that bit him. Dude, it's a weird version of Ghost Rider. Just roll with it. Noah has powers. We all okay, know this. All right, Noah has powers right, fine, now. Okay, fine. that's good. All right, God, his Noah, face hits a ghost face. will you confirm whether or not you have powers when you further describe fucking this creepy-ass fucker's <laughs> face, please? Jesus Just Christ, mark. okay. Okay. Thank you. Once I snapped out of that weird time distortion, I hit the brakes because I needed to pull over for a breather. And as I hit the brakes, I saw him illuminated by the brake lights in the middle of the lane just behind us. Watch oh, God. it. Oh. I immediately pulled over and woke up my drummer. Now, that's this is where I'm not Noah. I see that dude in the brakes. I think I'm just hitting the gas. But then again, yeah, at this right. point, you're, what, what is he going to do? What's he going to like be no. sitting next to you in the car like i don't know how this thing gets any closer but i don't Dude, blame him he's panicky he needs to fucking pull the fuck over drummers are notoriously reliable people 
They're so you gotta wake stable. him up and, and confirm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, you know why? Because 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 Chris is a bass player. That's why he knows that they're notoriously not reliable. No, actually, the most reliable is the bass player. We well, yeah, because guy. the bass is the groove. The bass yeah. is the fucking low end. The bass keeps it going. Then Chris just looks sternly at the fucking drummer, wondering why he's not in time. If you've not known this, I've been in bands with Chris before, so I know Chris is the look. What are you I know doing? I know his look of like, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> so, but hey, man, you know, it makes sense. This shit happens. Fucking wake your buddy up and be like, dude, what the f-? I, I, in my mind, I want to get a confirmation. I want to be like, am I, am I fucking nuts or is this fucking? Oh, you need to question your sanity at this point. Hobo fucking really there. So, right, I, so I get it. It's 3 a.m. So questions I've got for Noah are. um did you get any rest? Obviously, you rocked your tits off. You're, you know, you're playing band. So maybe late hours are not odd for you because you, you know, I know three a.m. wouldn't mean anything jamming, to dude. me. Um, yeah. If maybe some illicit substances were involved, not that I think I, I'm the first to say that I don't think alcohol causes hallucinations. I don't think he was drinking and driving either, for the record. But I, but definitely Noah, um, we're gonna. We're going to do some follow-ups because I find this fascinating. But before we break down that, let's finish up his story. He immediately pulled over, or I will go back to Noah's voice, and woke up my drummer. Nice. Did you see how I seamlessly transitioned yeah, from Rob to Noah? You seamlessly went over to Noah. Yeah, yeah. Just, you, It was Thank almost you. like I became a different person. Actors this fucking is, studio. Yeah, here. no. This is like the worst. This is like the worst version of podcast inception ever. This is Rob talking as Noah. Okay, this is Noah transitioning into Rob. Now this is Rob as Noah. I am Noah. Yeah, Rob. I can feel it. I think it, the Jamie. audience appreciates the subtle differences between <laughs> Noah and Rob. I'm sure they do. Continue. Yeah. And I told him, I, I, Noah, told him (laughs) I needed him to drive because I didn't feel well and just sat in the passenger seat chain smoking the whole way to Long Beach. The worst part was, oh, there's a worst part. That's great. Oh, Jesus. The worst part was that after about 20 minutes of silence, my drummer said to me, you know, I'm fucking exhausted, but I'm glad you woke me up when you did. I was having a really weird nightmare that some guy in a black suit was watching me sleep. And he oh. was like a shadow. And dun dun dun. He didn't have a face. Oh god. Oh. Face free in ninety-three. <laughs> oh god. Oh, wow. god. oh man. All right. Well uh, let me finish up this here. Is- Okay. I never told him about what I saw, and the band broke up shortly thereafter, and we lost contact. And still to this day, I refuse to drive in the far right lane of the freeway at night. And sometimes, late at night on the road, I will get a chill, and I can still feel him watching me, but I have never seen him again. Noah, I feel your pain, buddy. That is a progressively more terrifying scenario just and and, and 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 it's one of those ones where you question your sanity. You almost have to. It's like there. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. five minutes later, you see him again. Like if that happens just once, you're like, all right, that's fucked up. Maybe they're dressed similar. Maybe he knows a super shortcut. Maybe he Barry Allen me. Who the fuck knows what's going on? But you know, whatever. And then in the other lane, you're like, shit. But then when you drive through him and like basically face to face, cold air, body slam. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Cold air body slam. I mean, that is like a foundation, you know, a foundationally changing event in one's life. I would imagine. Yeah, that would definitely 
fuck me up. And um, yeah, so first of all, yes, definitely um, drop the drummer. Be, don't tell him anything. Just do as you do and be like, oh, yeah, we got a new drummer. He's sweet. Yeah, He's well, got a sweet double they broke bass. up, so Peace. no harm, no foul. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean even in before no way they was break this up. the drummer's fault. I think we can all agree. No, but just drummer etiquette. You got to be like, sorry, dude. We found Are somebody you sure? else. It's just. I, this is this is what Chris and I no actually Chris and I have not done this as a matter of fact yeah no not <laughs> at all did. I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking of a different band where we changed drummers abruptly but um so all right drummers aside uh, and obviously no no disrespect to any of my fellow drumming brothers out there Chris can attest that I am a terrible drummer as a matter of yeah, fact and all, um, and all the drummers I've known are really reliable if you like say need them to get your back in a rumble which doesn't happen but because they're fighters they're fighters by nature is what they're doing they're not playing music they're fighting symbols but they're also the batshit craziest human beings i've ever been friends with because they're fucking drummers dude they're the fucking wild it's the animal factor they beat they beat it always comes back to the muppets yeah Yeah. but anyway this isn't about the drummer this is about poor noah and the repeating hobo yeah it's just weird so um so So yeah i have Dark harvesters or whatever. The yes, California the dark harvesters. Dark watchers. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, this is from uh, the reliable source of Wikipedia here. Oh, solid. So, what we got here is uh, dark watchers are described as tall, sometimes giant sized, featureless dark silhouettes, often adorned with brim hats or walking sticks. They are most often reported to be seen in the hours be- between twilight and dawn, which would but around the time that Noah saw them. Totally. Or, I'm sorry, it. Uh, they are said uh, to motionlessly watch travels from the horizon along the Santa Lucia mountain range. According to legend, no one has ever seen one up close, and if someone were to approach them, they disappear. Now, now conversely, Noah, Noah came face yeah, to fucking yeah, dark watch face. Right. So he, that, he, so he, that, he, that he breaks hit one, that mold. So. But, but let me clarify something here. If you get close to one, they disappear. Does that mean the dark watcher disappears or the individual approaching said watcher i assume they meant the dark watcher um yeah i think think so too but i just wanted to confirm because that would put a whole (laughs) other shitbag patina on this well because if they because if they did disappear you never have an account to begin with you you wouldn't you wouldn't there would be no entry this is why we need chris (laughs) it's exactly why we need him to keep us grounded oh god yeah okay (laughs) So. There could be a third-party witness, in all fairness all right. to my stupidity. There could uh, sure, be somebody watching. Sure. Bill totally. approached the Dark Watcher. No more Bill. <laughs> yeah. I'm here oh, to Ted. tell the tale. Ted was That's upset. <laughs> Ted is always yeah. upset. Yeah, that was a Bill and Ted reference for you rockers out there. All right, so continuing continuing on here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, while, uh, while sometimes attributed to the Chumash people who historically inhabited the central and southern coastal regions of California, nothing analogous to the legend appears to exist in their mythology. When Spanish settlers first moved into the area, they were said to have witnessed the Dark Watchers whom they dubbed Los Vigilantes Oscuros. Nice. Obscure Vigilantes? Obscure Vigilantes. <laughs> no, yeah. I, think I, mean, I don't is, speak Spanish Oscuros at all. Oscuros is dark. Oscuros, I think. No, Sombra is shadow. Yeah, Obscuros might be dark. Hard to see. Right. It's Oscuros. Maybe Vigilantes yeah, doesn't no mean that. In it. 
So there is a bit of an explanation here that is not uh, the the Dark Watchers. Uh, the explanation given here, again from the uh, from w- w- Wikipedia, says illusions, hallucinations, or misinterpretations of natural stimulus brought on by exhaustion or isolation have been proposed by psychologists. Uh, infrared sound, which can be generated by wind, can cause feelings of uneasiness and anxiety in some people who frequently connect to paranormal sightings. An optical illusion known as a broken spectrum. Uh, Spectre is a plausible explanation for the legend. Uh, a Bracken, yeah, Bracken, Spectre, uh, Mountain Spectre can occur when, uh, in certain atmospheric conditions when the sun is at a particular angle. The subject's shadow can be cast onto a cloud bank around them, creating the illusion of a large, shadowy humanoid figure. So there is a little bit of an explanation there for, for what it could be. So when you first... I, uh, when, not to interrupt you here, but when you first said broken uh, specter, you meant Brocken specter. Am I right? Probably, yeah. Uh, okay, because a, if, a I was going to ask you if there's a phenomenon about broken specters, because I thought, does that mean a repeating figure? But I think it it might have just been my mind jumping to a conclusion. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's it's a Brocken specter. So yeah, uh, the California Dark Watchers apparently are a thing. So. Um, you know, and there obviously is a little bit of explanation here, uh, scientific, if you will. Um, but yeah, apparently these are um, sometimes giant-sized, featureless, dark silhouettes adorned with burn hats and walking sticks. So interesting, and that's kind of what—that's exactly what Noah fucking down to the hat described. Yeah, that so, sounds pretty close. Um, yeah, I you mean, know, I mean, it's it's similar enough to to say that's interesting, but I wouldn't necessarily jump to that conclusion because besides the hat and the and the silhouetted aspect, um, the way this thing manifested seemed to have real purpose. Like nothing about the California Dark Watchers seems to indicate, besides the fact, as, as Noah mentioned, that the geography is off, seemed to indicate that they show up again and again and again until they finally make some sort of physical contact. This seems right. to be something else. And if it is something else, I mean, all right, so let's take this how we always take these things. Skeptically, if it was once or twice, you could say, hey, you know, twin hobos, you know, maybe one's down the street doing his thing and you see him and it's like, wow, that's weird. But but I don't think uh, there is any way and then, it gets, and then quadruple and then one that can phase in and out of matter. I don't think there's any way we can rationally say that if indeed this happened as told, and there's no reason to assume it didn't, that this has a, a prosaic explanation. Right. Yeah. It'd be tough. I can't so, find one really. It's kind of tough, but. So then where would we go? I mean, is the instant thing, is it ghost? Is it ultra terrestrial in that classic sense of something that's just fucking with you for the sake of, I mean, if, if something feeds on fear, it builds. And I mean, that is like building the terror to the max and then suddenly just slamming it literally into your face. I mean, do you think that the description of the Dark Watchers in the Wikipedia is close enough to to tie it to what Noah saw, or do you want to just say it's completely not a Dark Watcher? I don't, it I sounds don't feel like, like it's enough. close enough, because because there's supposed to be these looming figures. There was nothing inordinately large about it. The hat is interesting, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I, the hat is, 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 is... Well, I mean, the the area, too, the, the Santa Lucia yeah. mountain range... 
Um, so, I, I mean, well, I think it, that it's, it's, it's just like he enough. says here, the California dark watchers, though, the region slash time isn't exactly right. I, I can, I see, okay. I don't think it's, clo- right. I don't think it's close enough to, to conclude by <clears throat> any means that this is a California dark watcher. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, we can attempt something else, but I mean, it is kind of fair to say that we are kind of in the same ballpark. We're playing baseball here. Right? So you really want <laughs> this to be a California dark watcher. I mean, it just seems like we're close enough. Oh. Man, like, right. I mean, and, I don't want to. I, I don't want to pinpoint I'm glad this you're thing. Neither a scientist yeah. or a doctor or anything <laughs> okay. where oh, super man. important right. shit is on the line. I mean, our water is. God bless you, but well, let's oh, just God, say that. Uh, let's just say that we we can agree to disagree, but we can say that they have a fashionable choice in hats. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, we have a we have a hat a, a, a spectrum hat. Isn't there also that other being? And not to get too off topic here, um, like the Hat Man or something like that. There's right? definitely something called a Hat Man. Yeah. Okay. So, but you know what though? Let's use the let's use the accessory, the hat here, to tie this all together. Maybe this is some sort of hat specter. Oh God. Uh, I'm just saying. And not far off. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm <man>. not far <laughs> off. <laughs> It's a specter with a it's fucking sort of hat. hat. Prove ghost. me wrong. Uh, mm. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a fucking. It's, 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 it's a, a, a hat tasm. Let's just call the phrase. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's, the, that's amazing. <laughs> I was going to say it was dumb, but it's not. I'm dumb. That's amazing. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Oh, no. Mark. It's dumb ah. as shit. Let's call it. <laughs> no, it's a hat tasm. We're all equally dumb in this fucking. <laughs> I can't. Except for Chris. God bless him. He hasn't waded um. into the idiot heap yet yeah no i'm, I, I'm, I'm just, enjoying all of this all right okay ghosts. so so let's just say that for argument for argument's sake let's just say that it's not a dark watcher it's something completely different it does have though um obvious telltale signs of some sort of uh you know specter being and it's obviously trying to interact with him as it's continually jumping in his fucking in front of his car not well, jumping, the but trying to get his, his attention well and yeah, now so it's, you maybe not though no, go ahead I don't know. Maybe, Maybe not. not. There's no reason to assume that it is. Trying to get his attention? Yeah. It's constantly appearing closer and closer you, until it's face to face. You're assuming it's that's it. if it's the same one each time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chris is going for the art. No, he, he's not no, wrong. There could no, be more you're right, Chris. Tell, tell me where you're coming from. I mean, it's just, it's, still, you're just, it's just an assumption to assume it's the same one. It could easily be three or four. You're, you're right. That's it. It could be, but they're identical. So, I, and I mean, I don't think there, there's no rule in ethereal paranormal whatever that says things have to be not the same. So, all right, then at least at least we can agree <laughs> that the last one seemed to be trying to get his attention, even if the first three were like, "Yeah, fuck it, let this guy drive by," because this dude actually plowed right sure, through. Sure, but, but or say vice versa. maybe they're if they're just apparitions and they're just following a thing that they do all the time, like a pattern. Then he he was just oh, there at the time, right? Right, sort of like uh, what what is that called with like with ghosts where they say that it's like it's just like, like it's a, repeating a recording moment. in the in the rocks yeah, like as if a like repeating a, like, like a uh, moment sure. manifestation in, in or something. I, I don't dark know what watcher it's things. Would you say they're like in the in the hills, right? Yeah, and they watch you motionlessly. This with their guy hats and their walking. Yeah. Steps. I guess it's technically motionless because he it, if it whether it's multiple things or the same thing. It's gradually getting closer without actually moving. So in that sense, it hits it. But uh, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, let's 
one of the things that first struck me is sounds a lot like a rather stylish shadow person. I mean, the silhouette, yeah, featurelessness, yeah. the the, yeah, the, the darkness. I mean, yeah, the hat is 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 pretty consistent. I and I don't know nearly enough about shadow people lore to know how often fashion accoutrement plays into this shit. Usually, at least in the accounts I've read, uh, it just seems to be basically humanoid forms that are yeah. sketchily, you know, manifesting and freaking you the fuck out or something. And some accounts I've read, it's like if you. De- Maybe it like traces back to Native American lore, like depending on which shoulder you see it over is whether or not it's nefarious or right. positive. I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend to know because I don't know. But that's one of the first things that occurred to me. But but if it's not like something that's trying to get his attention or or if it is, maybe it's not even nefarious. Maybe it's something that was, you know, realized Noah was tired and... uh you know, maybe he had a great grandpa, like like uh, Zach had, you know, Grandma Iva, who's just like, he's going to run off the road and kill him and his drummer buddy and ruin all their equipment. So I'm going to shock him into alertness or at least disturbing enough, disturb him enough so he feels like he has to pull over so and, it's and like get out. From- some sort of like intervention? I'm just saying you can't rule that out any more than you okay. can rule out anything else. I mean, just because well- it seems nefarious and would scare the fuck out of you um right he clearly you know he's probably exhausted and it got him out from behind the wheel of the car for all we know it might have saved his life and his buddies well also too though let's not forget that the drummer uh was having that he was like oh you know you fucking woke me up that sucks but like thanks because i was having this fucking super creepy dream with this fucking dude in a black suit watching me with a hat and shit and had no face so the drummer kind of corroborates it where he's he's dreaming and having some really weird fucking situation happen in his dream. That's and true. And then Zach is obviously seeing something kind of similar sure. in the road. So, I mean, that's always a possibility, and too. And as disturbing as the drummer's dream is, and any of us would be disturbed to have that image, it is the lack of a face. It is the imagery that's disturbing, not necessarily <clears throat> the actions of the entity. Because the right. entity's mere existence is disconcerting but not necessarily yeah. its actions or lack thereof yeah. or multiple entities and their lack of actions in deference to chris's theory i i it's it's hard it's hard saying because everything about it is just bone chilling it is but yeah it, it is might have creepy. been for a positive outcome so i as a way to kind of round this out i actually have a personal story um, that was told to me by two people that experienced this in a very similar situation being a band um, in, in a tour van driving here actually in New York going home where there was an entity on the road and they didn't know what it was and they actually drove through it. Oh, man. And it was it's similar, not in the sense that it was continuously moving, but they had saw it. They drove through it. And they actually, when it came through the van, they actually saw it pass in, like pass through one of their girlfriends. Oh man! And when it left, the girl, when it like passed through her body, and again, this is an account that was told to me, but by two different people who were both there. Um, the girl, after it passed through her, she jumped up and freaked the fuck out, like she was just asleep in the in like you know in one of the bench seats in the back. They drove through it. It went through her physically, and she fucking freaked. She confirmed it, and the two people in the front confirmed it. So, so you talked to three 
well, two witnesses, one experiencer. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, so, that, yeah, she has, so, but she was sleeping, so she didn't see it coming and have a chance no, to she prep. Just, she just, she just woke up and freaked out. And Can you tell me what that, she said she felt that made her freak out? The only thing I remember is that she said that she was, she was cold and that she had like, like she was just startled and she was cold. Wow. That's and classic said, ghostly apparition. The only other part of the story that, and I, I, I could actually probably reach out and get the details on this. Um, but the only other part of the story that I remember is she said, we hit a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Which seriously, I was like, you did technically, you totally did hit a ghost. So you, I'll, I'll do a little bit of digging on yeah, that. But it's kind of interesting, though. Do you know what it looked like? No, no. It, they just said that it was some weird like form that was in in the middle of the road, and they went. They literally went through it, saw it come into the van, passed through, passed, go past the two people, and then through her, and then she woke up and was like, "We hit a ghost." <laughs> So, yeah, it, it's a super weird story. I, mean, I actually am going to reach out and, and, and see if I can get some details on yeah, it. Yeah, please it do. Very, it, I mean, I was literally in, in my 20s when this happened. So we're talking well over to like, you know, I'm almost 40 yeah. now. So this was like, like 2002, 2003. But kind of interesting because when I actually read Noah's account with the email that he sent, I was like, oh, shit, I kind of had, I know someone that experienced kind of something similar. So, but, you know, who knows? I mean, yeah, the closest again, I, I've ever come is watching Matrix 2. Yeah, which was sort of a nightmarish experience. So, yeah. I mean, I think totally. I feel like I've suffered like they have. <laughs> yeah, same, yeah, no, same, no, same totally. thing. Same <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so cool. There you have it. Uh, Noah and Zach, thank you both so yeah, very absolutely. much for sending in your listener stories. Awesome stories. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. And and you know what? Please uh, to all of our listeners out there, keep them coming because this yeah, is a totally. series we want to you know revisit as often as we can, and uh, and it's fascinating. It's a great glimpse into you you know what fascin probably the things that made you get fascinated with this uh yeah. b- you know bizarre subject to begin with and uh and it's just great for us and 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 the rest of the audience to really get to experience these so please please keep them coming yeah and again you can submit your stories at cryptonotpodcast at gmail.com uh and you know no matter how brief your your interaction is no matter how in-depth it is just uh, please feel free to send them over and we'll uh, you know we'll go through them check them out and we're going to be doing these on a pretty regular basis under the auspice of the kryptonaut podcast presents evil science and magic buddies thank you all so very much for and joining of course, us i'm just going to add this really quick we will respect your anonymity so you get to pick whatever yeah. name you want you know it's not you don't even have to use your obviously your real name any pseudonym yeah. you care for so it's not it's more about the account than it is about don't worry about outing yourself if that's something you yeah, know just, you're Give yourself a cool, about. give yourself some cool fucking sweet name like Sunshine Negative Five oh, or something like what? that, and you wow. can fucking there you go. It, it, yeah, Sunshine Negative Five is there's a story okay. behind that. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it was. No, it was it my. It, it may have been my wife's AOL or uh, Yahoo Messenger screen name at one point. Wow, <laughs> so, I'm stealing it. Sunshine wow. Negative Five. So there you have it. Thank y'all so very much for joining us. The Instas, the Twitters, and the Facebook. Check us out there. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Thank y'all so very much to everybody who's donating over there. We appreciate it so very much. Get yourself some merch, hellorspace.com. Um, anything else we got to push? No. Oh, our Facebook group. Check out our Facebook it group. Is it is dope. Uh, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Quarantine fucking sucks, but our Facebook group's been keeping it pretty fun over there, so check that out. So uh, there you have it, and Goodbye. we'll talk to you soon. Keep your eyes peeled. Do not run over ghosts. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Poor Chris.
poor Chris was like, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, don't run over girls. Goodbye. <laughs> I said good day, sir. We'll be talking to you. See ya. See ya.